The Lost Young One in the Forest Secret Secrets Leaflets The young truant was amazed at what he gazed upon. The forest came alive with misfits. Curious beings in which their height congruent left fear amongst the resting fimulas in their distance. The young lad had low allegiances towards them, other than the gratitude for finding them amongst the death that plagued. This something all together new, contrasted in the delight of laughter and light anew. Beings he had never seen before, nor had he known that they existed, leaving preconceived notions behind, he simply opened his mouth to say hi. The surroundings pulsated with reverent curiosity. The young lad's origins was of paramount concern, obviously. A green man for a life figure dropped from the trees, his dangled hair falling to his knees. <clears throat> Appease me, Truett, the others. The others see you as lucky. I can see right through you. Why have you come here on the eve of destruction? How would we have known? Another voice interrupts the commotion. A femi-like, femula-like being of beauty and flower steps gingerly and soundly from above. Let him speak his peace. He is young. At least give him that. He can see us. The young lad was surrounded from all sides. The flowers, moss, the tree bark itself seemed to come alive. The stream sprouted beings of colorful wonderment, both femme and manfroid. I, the young lad began to speak. I followed the others. Laughter ensued, lightening the tension and overall mood. The young truant took the time to observe them more closely. Plants grew on them mostly, but there was something more. The perception seemed to change as if he were mad, deranged. Or someone had slipped him something in his water from the meandering stream. The plants were constantly moving, even the roots from the trees, reaching, growing. The beings of the forest were every color imaginable. Midnight blue to the second sun's brilliant lavender. Fashioned to armor, garments, dresses, each and every one of them was dissimilar. Yet something reminded him that he was amongst kinfolk. A silly notion as someone approached him and spoke. We will allow you to stay for the summit. A slightly taller, pale-faced manfroid-like being of the forest said softly. The lad was a bit confused but nodded his head. Oddly, enough, a door appeared out of this the tree instead. The creature with antlers walked out with a shining flash. The air became moist. All of the varied beings bowed so the young lad had no choice. He was taller than the rest, armor made of bark, leaves and something foreign, the young lad guessed. There was no smiles to be had, for his eyes were red. And fear overtook him as the phantasmic being walked, glided to his presence, adjacent to the, the pleasant afternoon breeze, the sylph joined the procession. The young lad assumed that he was the leader. No, the mysterious being articulated. They lead themselves. I am but a king, governing what is unseen. You have come here this stellar cycle on the eve of destruction. We are discussing the ills of the land and if we should leave new truants forever. The young lad looked to the other beings of the forest, so many beautiful faces, dirty from the ground, bright and brown, round, and some who remained out of sight. The lad opened his mouth with honesty. Forgive me, great king, but I know nothing. We, the truants, know nothing of the past. Forgive them, I only speak from experience. What they do to offend is the imbalance from within. At least that is where the elder Fimula has told. 
I believe her, for she is very bold. Enough soul to risk her life many times upon waking. She found me underneath bodies from celestial shaking. Then I think you should judge a whole thing for the actions of a piece. Chattering broke out and never looked back to silence. Quiet, the king screamed, his red eye burning. You speak truth for anyone in my company can only do so. Besides, can I can read your mind and your journey thus so. I admire your being born a fresh, blind, deaf to the wind, dumb to the connectedness of all. Let your head fall before me once more. You have more delegating to go. You have garnered an ally this day, but celebrate not. Your fate is worse than them all. Convincing the other kings to save Celestial from ruination is on your shoulders. Come. The young lad dissipated into the hollow of the tree with a glint. A lone delegate to the future baptized in the Baptiste, a barrister to the unsuspecting denizens of Celestial. He has been missing ever since. Okay, so this part of the story, particularly since I haven't recorded much, um, deals with one of my favorite parts actually and um, it's basically um, the youngling or uh, what I described as um, probably like um, early teenager 13 or something and the green kings and so um, I call them a youngling and once again in this story of celestial and I haven't described it um, so much because it's so vast and so large different parts and all of these instances are happening all at once and so in this particular part um, I started or the introduction of um, this character which uh, he awoke um, in this pile of bodies and so it's one of those gru gruesome uh, horrific scenes um, to think of and um, in retrospect um, a place without memories and um, he kind of not kind of he is unfazed and uh, these women find him and take him to the forest um, because they are also refugees as well. And so um, I don't even know how I crafted this in my mind so long ago to um, personify this sense of um, renewal. And so these women, um, and I, I wrote this in a poem earlier and described it, um, get upset when they lose this kid in the forest because they literally saved him and um, the kid is going through this adventure and so I describe it in this poem um, how he interacts with these beings who he never thought existed and he mistakes them for children and they are otherworldly beings obviously and they have uh, brown on them or bark or made out of um, what would you call uh, nature itself literally and then uh, the Green King comes down from the trees and a door opens within a tree and then they have the conversation. And because of this kid's wisdom that he showed and that he knew nothing, and uh, it's just a reflection of um, a humbleness that everyone around um, literally was astonished and shocked that someone his age had this uh, level of wisdom. 
And so uh, from there, uh, he eventually goes on and meets other uh, people of this council. But uh, in this particular story, it's just the, the meeting first of the young man and the green king. And, and it's one of my favorite stories because it, it just mirrors so much of um, just the introduction and the conversations that they have of what this is, uh, literally in life, and how, so matter of fact, we are about everything. And with me, or even with children, there is nothing that's matter of fact. The only thing that matter of fact is that you just stated it was matter of fact. <laughs> it could easily change into something else in the next few seconds, and everything is so um, vivid and in motion and new. Um, the sense of newness of looking into something. And, and I, I have to stop myself at times when I feel like um, I feel being challenged of looking at something a certain way and I wanted to see it a different way. So it just comes into um, a mirror of this story and how um, I, I can incorporate so much. So uh, thank you all for listening and uh, bless you here. Yeah?